Hi, thank you for joining us for the first ever Talk Shop Podcast. I am your co-host, Grant Tucker. I'm joined here by my man, M-Town Mikey. <laughs> what's cracking? What's cracking, man? We're sitting here. Uh, today is, I don't know what the date is. March 6th, March 6th, March 6th. And it's a Wednesday, and it's rainy, and it's gloomy, and we're sitting outside of Starbucks because we truly want to give shout-out to all the Pop the Trunk productions that started this way. So we're not starting in some fancy studio or some you know some upscale apartment we're actually outside of starbucks using their wi-fi to, to bring this information to you so i hope you guys appreciate it as much as we would if we were on the other end so first we just want to introduce ourselves and jump in that way so my name is grant uh born and raised here in las vegas so you know always been watching the numbers of sporting events you know very closely since a young age i'm a cheesehead myself big packers fan brewers bucks oh, badgers anything cheese i'm about it <laughs> And uh, yeah, played a little college ball back in the day, a little, a little basketball. And uh, yeah, I'll turn it over to my man, Mike. What's up? M-Town Mikey on Twitter. Hit me up with the follow. Um, you know, I'm born and raised in a little town right outside of L.A. called Monrovia, California. Go Wildcats. And uh, went off to school, University of Washington, San Jose State. Finished up there. Uh, joined the Navy in the last 12 years. Was in the Navy. Got out the Navy, moved to Las Vegas because I wanted to get involved in sports and sports betting and everything that happened. Uh, with that so I wanted to uh, be out here been out here about a year I'm enjoying it so far and I'm, I'm just looking forward to bringing you guys some awesome great content as far as my teams number one is Washington Huskies number two is Carolina Tar Heels number three is Miami Dolphins but I am a free agent uh, so if, if you if you have a team that you know you can sell me on following I'm, I'm all ears and open to that and uh way down on the list is Duke Blue Devils I hate them with the passion and Oregon Ducks I can't stand them and I don't even think that they're a real Pac-12 team so those that's where I stand and uh you'll see my true biases come out as we talk about sports yeah so if you guys got anything out of that we're gonna have no news on the Cubs <laughs> the the Bears no Bears action no Oregon Ducks action and no Duke action or the Patriots action with all the Patriots in there too uh, so it is that time of the year the calendar has flipped it is now march and it's time for a little madness so i say we just jump right into it and we're gonna start this segment called hoops mania so first off mike who do you who do you think's a real contender out there to you know really make a deep run come march and you know maybe even you know hoist that trophy come april well you know that's a great question and it's it's kind of an evolving question throughout the season you know a lot of uh there was a couple of joints out here that had different props up and basically they were saying that there was four teams that were going to be the favorites to win it all. That started off being Duke, which uh, has been the favorite throughout the year as long as Zion Williamson is healthy. Uh, that was Kansas, who's actually been falling off and for the first time in, I don't know, 15 years is not going to actually win the Big 12 regular season title. There was Michigan State, um, who, you know, the Big Ten is probably the best conference this year up and down. And so they were expected to win the conference. And then there was Gonzaga, who was representing the, West, the whole West since the Pac-12 is, is kind of obsolete right now in college basketball. Gonzaga was kind of holding down for the West. So out of those four, I think, um, you know, Gonzaga has a really, really good shot. You know, um, they've been tested preseason and they've been tested, you know, a little bit, you know, as the WCC has improved. And, of course, as long as Zion Williamson is there, Duke has got to be there. As far as Michigan State and Kansas, I personally don't see those teams um, – being in the final four kansas has a lot of issues with suspensions and and they're and, big guy they're big yeah, yeah yeah i don't know what he's doing as far as 
taking money, not taking money, you yeah, know, yeah, however yeah. that works. Exactly. Um, so I don't think they have a chance uh, once they get in. You know get... the team I'm waiting for you to say. <laughs> you know Go the... ahead, Grant. Go yeah, ahead. Let, let me chime in here. The, the Virginia Cavaliers, <laughs> the, the, most, the most efficient, one of the most efficient offenses in the country. They have Kyle Guy outside. I mean, he went eight for ten from deep the other night at the Carrier Dome to knock down the orange. I mean, they, they're just lights out right now. Tony Bennett's running a great program out there. They got their defense on all cylinders, salt down low picking up boards i love the cavaliers to make a deep run this year and i mean i'm a real defensive guy when it comes to college basketball so the other team i think can make a deep run is texas tech Ooh. if they have culver shooting from outside and you know they're playing defense the way they should i see no reason the red raiders cannot be you know into the second maybe even third weekend of the tournament and yeah, yeah so. i mean chris beard is obviously a great great coach you know so you know anytime march comes around and you start talking about tournament teams the, thir- the first thing you want to look to is who's coaching because it comes down to X's and O's. The Jimmy and the Joes get you to the March Madness, and the X and O's kind of take you to the Final Four. So that's important. As far as Virginia, I mean, yeah, they got a great shot. You saw what they did trailing Syracuse in the second half and then just went on a blizzard and ended up winning by 20-plus. As long as they don't got a matchup with UMBC, you know, I like their chances as well, you know. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about the Big 12 here. So I've seen some bracket projections that have almost seven or eight of the 12 teams in that conference making the tournament. Do you think that these teams towards the bottom of the conference really deserve to be in the tournament? No, no, no. I'd rather see if, if uh, a team like Walford or a team like Belmont uh, doesn't end up winning their conference, I'd rather see those teams take bids over teams such as uh, Texas or a team such as, you know, any of those lower tier NC State or any of those lower tier Arizona State, any kind of team that's that's kind of on the bubble that hasn't proven anything that can't be 500 in their own conference, I'm not a fan of. Yeah, no, I'm a big fan of mid-majors, you know, giving them the opportunity to, you know, at least make the tournament and join the field at 64. Um, at Belmont, speaking of Belmont, they're on a 13-game win streak wow. right now. Wow. They're, they're second in the country in two-point field goal percentage, so they know how to get to the basket, and they just really play a nice, you know, team-style offense. I mean, they're just passing the ball around, great ball movement, and boy, can they knock it down as well. I mean, they beat, in the beginning of the year, it looked like a good win. I mean, on the road at UCLA, that's a big win. They beat Lipscomb twice, who wow. also has like four losses. Yeah. Lipscomb's like 26-4. and four. So, yeah, I'm a big mid-major guy. I think Murray State should be in, Furman in, Wofford in, Belmont in. I mean, give the little guy a chance, you know. Right. It's not their fault they can't play all their games on national TV. Right, right. All how, right. How many teams do you think the WCC will end up getting? You know, Gonzaga's going to yeah. come in there. It seems almost every year we see St. Mary's on the bubble. Right. It's just year in, year out. Right. Uh, but, I mean, they're a great team as well. Right. What about the Toreros and Loyola U- Vermont? Any, any, yeah. any love for those Yeah, teams? no, I mean, we do have the conference tournament coming up uh, here, you know, this weekend here in Las Vegas. Yeah. I the, the, There's a lot more parity in that conference than there has been in past years. You know, the Zags have just been running away with it. Uh, I do like the Toreros. The Dons have a good team as well. Uh, Loyola Marymount's solid. But, you know, it kind of drops off there after that. Yeah. There's a, there's a big gap in that conference. Yeah, I think if, if, if something happened and, and Gonzaga wasn't able to win the conference, which is, you know, uh, would be a huge upset, I think it's open between three or four other teams. So I'm re- really, really excited to uh, see that tournament and watch that tournament up close and, and see what happens there. You better go throw down a few bucks on some, someone other than Gonzaga to win that one. Then definitely the, getting plus money. Oh, most definitely. Money yeah, you're getting like plus 600, yeah, yeah. 700. Yeah. You get a house payment down if, if someone other than Gonzaga wins that tournament. Exactly. For sure. Exactly. For sure. Okay. So let's stick with the conference tournament topic and let's try to pick some conference winners here. Uh, so we got the ACC tournament. I believe that is that in Greensboro still? That is in Greensboro. Over in North Greensboro. Carolina. I know you're a Tar Heel guy. Yeah, you, you um, got it. 
And you know, I love my Cavs over yeah. in Virginia. <laughs> so is that is that the title Sorry, matchup yeah. you see, or do you see any other teams? You know, really, you know, making a statement, and you know, especially a bubble team like Syracuse. Yeah. I feel like Syracuse is probably in. They're probably leaning in. But I mean, they're they're always there too. It seems yeah. like. Here's the thing with the ACC tournament historically: the the team that wins the the conference outright usually doesn't win the tournament because usually when you win the ACC tournament, you pretty much got a one seed or a two seed at worst locked up. So you really don't have much to play for other than a chance of injury or a chance of getting your, your, your players a little bit more worn out. So when, you, when you're looking for an ACC tournament winner, you kind of want to go outside the beam a little bit. Like you said, Syracuse, those kind of teams, uh, you know, they, they can kind of step up because they're on the bubble. So they're playing for something. Meanwhile, the one or two seeds aren't really playing for anything and would prefer to probably take the rest of the week off and get some rest. So, I, you know, without saying the Tar Heels, because I'm always going to be rooting for the Tar Heels, I do like Virginia because I do think they're playing with a chip on their shoulders. But if I had to think outside of the box, I'd probably go with Syracuse because that 2-3 zone, if you, if you have an off-shooting day or, you know, you can't hit the middle of the key and break down the zone, you're going to have a problem. So I like that, you know, the Jim Beheim situation can kind of move that needle one way or the other. And, and let's, let's see what happens once that tournament kicks off. What about yourself? Uh, one, one second, let me address something just popping in my head. How's Roy Williams doing? How's his health? I just I was watching the game the other day. I saw him take, go down to a knee on the Yeah, bench. yeah, he, he does that about twice a year. Uh, if he did have a, 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 a spill, um, he went he It's went like back vertigo, there. right? Vertigo, it's yeah, vertigo. vertigo. Yeah. Perfect, perfect word. He went back to the back. They, they said he could have came out for the second half, but the okay, team was just on. like precautionary? Yeah, yeah, the team was on a good run, and he didn't want to jinx it, so yeah. he decided to stay down. He was uh, back on the sidelines for their okay. double-digit victory. Yeah, I just wanted to check college. on my guy, you know. I, I, I like Roy Williams. <laughs> oh, Uncle Roy. Yeah, oh, Uncle, Uncle Roy. Roy, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, the ACC, like you said, I mean, these big name teams, Duke, North Carolina, they, they typically don't, you know, pull through and win the tournament. Um, you know, they usually go down in the semis to some like Virginia Tech or yeah, something like that. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think Virginia Tech's a good team. Florida, like Florida State's a good team. It's really open. The, it, only team I re- the only team I really think has no chance is Georgia Tech. Yeah. Georgia Tech's awful. Notre Dame's right there with yeah, them. Like, yeah. there's, a, there's a big drop off in this conference as well. Yeah. I do think that there's a lot of teams that have a chance to get hot and make a run. And I feel like there's always weird stuff going on at this tournament. This one out of all the That's other ones, saying. I don't know why. Like, I was looking at the SEC the other day. I was switch conferences just like that. <laughs> Yeah, but like they had the Vanderbilt won the tournament a few years ago. Yeah, oh, yeah. I was like, I was oh, looking, yeah. I, was, I saw that stat, and I was like, what am I, what am I reading right now? This can't be right. But they really did. So yeah, so let's let's go let's go to the SEC. Wait, wait, wait. So put it on wax. Who's winning your ACC uh, tournament? Uh, Get one team. Put it on. I mean, wax. I, I got to stick with Virginia. I know typically, like you said, the high ranked teams, you know, usually don't pull through. But I think Tony Bennett's just going to be gr- the, the good old slow grind of yeah. a game, and yeah. I, I, that style, it's tough. It's tough to beat teams like that. Yeah, I think we're going to be in agreement on that one, just because the chip on their shoulder from 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 getting knocked out, the, being the first one seed to ever lose to a 16 seed. Uh-huh. I think the as LeBron James says, they're activated, and uh, you know they yeah, have they're playing like with a chip like on that. their shoulder. And, and I'll, I'll go with Virginia to win the ACC tournament. There you go. Yeah. Okay, so I wouldn't say put the house on it, but no. we're both in agreement with that one. Right. If anything, it means fade the noise and yeah. go with somebody else. Fade but, the noise. <laughs> all right. We'll go to the uh, the next conference. We were going to go in order, but I'll just jump to the SEC because yeah, I just it. already threw that out there. Go with it. So Kentucky is just, I mean, they're playing the best ball they have all year. I mean, after that first, it was either game one or game two, they just got annihilated by Kansas in the beginning of the year. You're thinking, like, what is Calipari doing? Right. This team is just a disaster. Like, they got the young guys again, but here he goes. He rallies the troops like he does every single yeah. year, yeah. and they're right there. They're yeah. they're right there, ready to be a contender. And the thing about Kentucky this year is, they, you know, they're usually doing it with top five NBA draft picks. 
This year, P.J. Washington has a chance to go pro. He's going to be a pro, no doubt about that. But they're doing it with a lot of third juniors and seniors. You know, yeah, they got that, that one transfer play. from Stanford. Yeah, yeah, he's been hurt. Hopefully he can get back out there because they're going to need him uh, to march yeah. through March, no doubt about that. Uh, but Reed Travis. But um, it's a different kind of Calipari team this year. You know, you're usually having to fade their athleticism and hoping they turn it over and hoping the moment kind of grabs them. This year they kind of got a little bit more experienced squad, and I'm interested to see what they can actually do. Most definitely. Yeah. And so now let's go to the second. I mean, you could kind of switch, intertwine these. 1A, one, one, one or two. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 1A, 1B. So we'll jump into Tennessee now with my, my favorite name in college basketball, Admiral Schofield. <laughs> and, yeah, the Volunteers, they're playing great basketball now, too. I mean, them and Kentucky really been, you know, neck and neck all season long. Um, but, yeah, who do you like, who do you think is going to win the SEC tournament? Who do you like? Well, I like Tennessee. And, I, yeah. and the reason why I like Tennessee is because, like, like I said, those – Schofield, Williams in the paint. Those guys are experienced. They've been through some stuff. Rick, the problem with Tennessee is really Rick Barnes. Rick Barnes is a choke artist when it comes to March. <laughs> and he hasn't really had the chance to choke with Tennessee because he hasn't really – this is this is the, his finished product since he's been there. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what he can do with this team. But every time he took a Texas team there, every time he took a Clemson team there, they were always one and done, you know, or losing in the second round to a team they were supposed to beat. So I'm going to – the verdict is still out as far as March. As far as the SEC tournament, I do like Tennessee to win the SEC tournament just because of the experience. Do you think there's any uh, outside chance that it's not those two uh, facing off in the title game? Like, do you see like an Auburn or an Alabama or anyone else, you know, making an upset? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I mean, you look at you look at Kentucky last night. They they won by four yeah. against Ole Miss. Yeah. So those kind of teams can sneak up on you. Ole Miss is a very good team. Mississippi State, coached by Ben Howland, is a good team to keep yeah. an eye on. It's just uh, that, it's really just that time of year. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. can't expect it to be chalk all throughout. No, I mean, you're going to no. see upsets. Right. You're going to see a Mississippi State right. or something like that right. make a run. Like that's just how it is. Right. I mean, it's just this time of year. I mean, weird things happen. I mean, I don't know what else to say yeah, about it. Yeah, and, and you got to keep your eye on the teams that are on the bubble when these conference tournaments start because they're playing for something. Yeah, no, most definitely. Kentucky this is this is their, their time where they have to prove themselves. Right. While these other teams, they know they're in their back pocket. They right. got a two right. or a three seed. You know, right. they feel like they can coast through this, this you know, last weekend of the year because they got nothing to lose. Exactly. The, I mean, it's almost a benefit if you get a little extra rest exactly. if you really think about yeah, it. Exactly. You don't get anything. You know, nobody's going to remember you. Oh, we won the conference tournament, but then you lost in March yeah. in the first yeah. round. Like, nobody's going to remember that. Exactly. Yeah. Give it given this time next week. I mean, you're playing every other day until until your season's over. So you better get ready for a grind. I mean, a little extra, you know, rest and practice. I mean, it doesn't hurt anyone. Yep. So, 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 so put it on wax. Who's winning the SEC tournament? Oh, boy. Here we go. (laughs) See, I want to I want to give, you know, the people some some outside opinion. I don't want to just go with chalk again here. Give the people what they want. Yeah. Um, I really like Auburn. I really like Auburn. But I just I don't I'm not sure if they can. They have the. You know the talent to win the tournament but like i said i you know these teams they coast sometimes so i'm gonna go with auburn i'll, auburn. Lo- I'll lock it in oh. me and me and pearl me and pearl my guy you know that's the t- that's the exact team i was thinking exact, really yeah, because bruce pearl's really? been through the battles yes you know yes. He's, he's run through his battles with the ncaa he, he's a good coach he's very energetic he's made for march you know so I do like them. I worry about a little bit of what they play for because they're solidly in, I believe. Yes, yes. Yeah, I know they're in. They're so in. they're going to be between a six and an eight or nine seed anyway. So yeah. what are they really playing for? Yep. So I'll go outside the box and I'll say uh, Mississippi State. I'll go there Ben Howland. Ben Howland All is right. I was going to say, I was gonna say you better switch it up on the next conference yeah, if you don't switch it up on this yeah, one. We can't be having a podcast where we agree all the time. No, you no, know? no, no. So I'll go with Mississippi State. Okay, lock it in. Lock it in. We're going to skip the pack. 
what do you have a nickname? Don't you have a nickname the, for the, the Pac twelve? The trash twelve. Yeah, the trash twelve. Yeah. Who should it, only have one bid. I yeah, I don't know. I think Bill Walton needs to he needs to revisit his his <laughs> the conference of champions. I don't know. I don't know about that one. I don't well, know. we win gymnastics and soccer and all this uh, stuff. All all that the, other the country club sports. Yeah, the country yeah, club yeah, sports. Yeah, yeah, they give you yeah, the yeah. swimming, the water polo. Right. You can have all that. Right, I mean right, no, none right. of us none of, no other conferences play that. You can have that all exactly. you want. Exactly. All right, so uh, yeah, let's jump into the Pac-12. Right, this, this, this tournament's also here in Las Vegas. Go yeah. check it out at the T-Mobile Arena. Yeah. Uh, you'll probably be one of like a thousand people there. Yeah, it's quite yeah. a quite a small attendance usually. <laughs> a lot of dots. Um, yeah, dance. yeah, a lot, a lot of empty seats. <laughs> uh, so yeah, who you got in that one? Uh, well, you know, I'm a Husky, and uh, I don't think they'll win the tournament because I don't think that they're really a good team. You yeah. know, he, he, he's saying he's team. saying this right now with his his Washington hoodie on. Just so everyone knows, he has his colors on. He's still repping, but he's just going against. His heart. And I'm not gonna pick another team, so I just I'll just leave this this uh, dissertation to you. Oh wow, yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much for giving me the uh, the bottom of the barrel here. Salute. Yeah. <laughs> wow, this is definitely not silver tequila. This is gold. I can taste it. Okay, here we go. Um, so, like I said, I don't expect many people to be there. I don't expect many people to you know really have any vested interest in this tournament. Uh, my my advice to all of you all you betters at home is stay far far away. Every game is a coin toss. It doesn't matter who's on the court. I mean, once you get to the middle of that conference, I mean, Colorado, Oregon State, Washington, I mean, it's, they're all the same team. Yeah. Lights on, lights out the next game. You don't know what you're going to get. Yeah. Um, Arizona, I mean, they don't show up for most yeah. games. Yeah. Uh, I think their coach is out. Yeah. I think he's, he's done. Gone. He's gone. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that's usually who travels here. It's usually a, usually a U, a U of A, a, you know, hometown crowd. But, I mean, I can't even see any reason for them to show up. What I about mean, the kids from Tempe? Oh, boy. I mean, Arizona State started off the season so hot. I mean, they, I think they were as high as, like, sixth in the AP at yeah. one point. They were 18-0 yeah. or something. And then they they got taken down by my Wolfpack, and it was downhill yeah. downhill from there. Yeah. I mean, they lost to Princeton at home. I mean, this team, you really don't know what you're going to get. Wow. But that's how, that's how the whole conference is. Yeah. So, let me just – I'm going to lock it in with <laughs> Arizona State to there win the Pac-12. There we go. Tempe. Temp, temp, my, my Tempe boys pulling it through. There it is. All right, all right. Well, let's. you, you mentioned Wolfpack. So, oh boy! You know, yes. Let's oh my, my wolf West. pack! My wolf, we're punching fire extinguishers and we're doing uh, a whole lot of not playing basketball this time of year. What's going on there? I, what, I really what, don't know. I'm hoping that muscle men, you know, can you know get the tight knit group to come back together. You know, lock and load and you know get something done here. But we've really just been all sort all over the place recently um, since the loss to San Diego State. I felt like that was a really big one for us. Went up and laid an egg at Utah State. I know that's a tough place to play. Apparently, I didn't know it was, but I guess it is now. Um, but yeah, the Mountain West. I also think that's a pretty wide open one. I know, I know who your pick yeah. for to win the tournament you is, got it. and it you comes right it. out of Colorado yeah. Springs. Up 10, hut. Air Force Academy. That is my pick to win the Mountain West tournament. Uh, you know, they play precision basketball. They don't turn it over. They're not talented. You know, these guys are not being recruited to play basketball. They're being recruited to serve our country and, and playing basketball on the side. So you're not going to get a lot of talent out of them. What you will get is discipline, organization. And when they go up against one of these teams like Nevada or Utah State or San Diego State uh, in a one-game one, one win segment, you know, I like my chances with the more disciplined team. So uh, you definitely can get a good plus money on them to win the Mountain West Conference if you really want to ride with me. But I'll be riding with the Air Force Academy to win the Mountain West. Wow. Yeah. You heard it here first, folks. I mean, I don't think you're going to listen to anyone else pick the Air Force Academy for this. I mean, you're probably getting a crazy number at this. You're getting you're yeah. getting plus like almost yeah. 10 You're probably yeah. getting $11. Yeah, easily. You're getting plus $1,100. He, he says take the Falcons yeah. to win the Mountain West. You sprinkle a little See, bit. See, I mean, 
I'm a Reno graduate, so I got got a side with my pack up there. But I mean, we were like like we said earlier, this team really like they they should be in the tournament at this point. I think we're in what tournament? Exactly, exactly, exactly. He's been messing with me all the last couple of weeks. NIT, CBI. Right, right. I mean, we have to at least reach the semifinals. But yeah. I mean, uh, San Diego State has our number. We've lost to them the last three times in a row. Don't don't sleep on the Utah State Aggies, man. Though that that's yeah. a, that's a good team. Um, they, of they course, they play it. better at home, which is, why, which is why they're a good team. So you got to factor that in when you consider do they play well on a neutral site. You yeah. Know? See, San, San Diego State, I mean, they, they have the athleticism. They have, you know, let's say we'll say the dogs yeah, to, you know, yeah. beat, you know, in Nevada, yeah. obviously, yeah. or, you know, take down. Like, I mean, a team to watch out for, I'd say New Mexico. I mean, there's always there's always a weird team in the Mountain Lobo. West that really, you know, catches fire here and just is shooting the lights out for whatever reason. And I mean, I would say maybe a New Mexico or a Colorado State to maybe make a run, but I gotta still go with my Wolfpack to win to win the conference tournament. Blah 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 blah, blah but still Wolfpack. Yeah. I love it. I'm I still gonna it. go with my Wolfpack. I really, I mean, if Martin's hitting on all, if both the Martin brothers are hitting on all yeah, cylinders, I mean, if we got, I mean, Jazz had twenty something last yeah. night. He had seven threes. If he's shooting, I mean, there's yeah. no, no one can touch us yeah. in the Mountain if, West. If the, if the Wolfpack are on fire and Musselman's got them queued up the right way, they're definitely the favorites. Yeah. That, that's it, not what I'm saying. It, and I don't know favorites. what it is. I mean, other than last year's Mountain West final against San Diego State, I mean, we just shoot lights out of the Thomas and Mac. I don't know what it is. Nevada just they, they shoot great there. It's okay. it's really right. it's unbelievable. So you're going on, on you're putting it on wax with the wolf pack. Well yeah. way to go out on the branch there. And I'm putting it on wax with the Air Force Academy. So we'll yeah. see we'll see how we ride there when we do a follow up to this. Exactly. All you right. Want, you so now jump into the Big Ten? Yeah, we're, oh, ju- we're jumping right. One of your we're, we're jumping right into the Heartland, <laughs> the Heartland, the Midwest. Yeah, we'll go with the Big Ten. Who do you? I know. Who do you like? There? Like I said earlier, this is probably the the, the, the best conference. Probably going to get the, the the most amount of bids uh, in the tournament. Um, probably seven or eight teams are probably going to be in the tournament when it's all said and done. Uh, it's a tough conference. It's a, a tough home environment for each team to play in. But when you're playing on a neutral court, where's that played at? Indianapolis. Uh, they, they, yeah, they switch off between Chicago and Indianapolis. Okay, so it's pretty uh, a neutral, yeah, a neutral very, site very for everyone. Neutral, very neutral. You throw all the neutral stuff out, and then you go with the teams that know how to win games. And I'm going to have to go with Tom Izzo and his bunch of Michigan State, oh, too. Oh, Sparty. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Cassius is probably going to be the Big uh, Big Ten Player of the Year. You know, he's 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 really mellowing down. He's leading that, leading that squad the way, you know, point guards and marks are supposed to lead. Uh, you know, they're always going to bring the defense and the phys- physicality inside. Those longer timeouts are going to be able to help their shorter bench. You know, you know, once the tournament starts, you get double amount of timeouts. That's going to be able to help their short rotation. And I just, you know, I, it's just hard to go against Tom Izzo. I, I, the Wolverines are a fraud. I'm going to say that here first. They'll be out early in March. Yeah, uh, I, I have to agree with you there. I really just don't think that they're focused. I don't I don't really know what it is because, I mean, you see, like, was, uh, I think last week they played Sparty at home. And, I mean, there was – little spurts there where you're like wow the wolverines are back this right. team looks great right. and then you know you look back at the screen they're down 12 yeah. like yeah. I, I just don't know what there's there's yeah. lapses like yeah. they're, they're just on and then they're off and yeah. you, you can't do that this time of year you yeah. really can't and normally that's not the, the trademark of a beeline coach team but for some reason this team can't seem to, to get it together the way they're supposed to get it together you yeah. know one team that i have my eye on who's been really streaky as of late is iowa like oh. they, they got bohannon on the outside he's got a yeah. nice shot on him they did just lose a Rutgers at home. I, I know that's what I'm saying. They're they're very up. They're very and then they won there on a bank yeah, bank yeah. baseline side, three. Side bank. Yeah, yeah, I've never seen one of those yeah. in my life. Do that ten times. Right, right. They have they have the they have the potential to to, to really 
pack it in and play pack in defense. And, yeah. and, and uh, you know, that's the kind of team you want to look for. So, yeah, I can uh, see that. I can yeah, see that. this is a very open tournament. I mean, a team that's really underperformed all season is the Buckeyes. Ohio State oh. is very, very yeah. like, out of sorts. I don't really know what's going on with yeah. them. They're trash. Um, yeah, so I don't I don't like Michigan to make a deep run in the tournament. I'm with you on that one, Badgers, man? See, I was beating around the bush <laughs> with my it. Badgers. I've seen it coming. We, we've been playing very – I don't even know what to call it at this point. I mean, there's some games you think we're – you know, we're the Ethan Hat Badgers again. We look great. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't really know what to say about us. I, I hope we get out of the first weekend come March, but we'll see. Do they have a chance to win it? The, the, the conference I mean, tournament? you got anytime you have Ethan Happ like that, like you have to say you have a chance, but then you see him at the free throw line and you're like, yeah. that's why we have yeah. no chance. So, Brick City, baby! Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He's just brutal sometimes. I mean, I like my Badgers. I think that they're very disciplined, like you said, and this is like, I mean, if you focus on defense, you know, get some offensive boards here and there. This is It's their style of play. Um, I don't know. I don't think they have a chance to win the tournament, though. Okay, no. so who you got? Put who you putting on wax for that one? Who? I'm going with Michigan State and Tom Izzo. Yeah, I'll go with Iowa. I'll go out of the okay. I'll say Iowa. Okay. I'll say Iowa. All right. Yeah. Well, and last but not least, we got the Big Twelve. The Big Twelve. The Big Twelve. This yeah, is- I, I heard you say a second ago that you think the uh, the Big Ten is going to get the most bids. I, I think the Big I think the uh, Big Twelve is going to get the most. Well, who, what are they getting? How many do you think they're getting? Eight, seven, eight. Yeah, seven, so eight, eight as well. So you're anticipating Texas to get in and. Uh, Those lower tier teams like that. See that, like they they gotta do something this uh, this tournament. Right, That's right. They, they gotta make a, a statement here. We'll see. I mean, you, obviously Kansas is in, Kansas State is in, Texas Tech is in, uh, TCU. Is, uh, I, don't, I don't like TCU. You don't, I don't like, like TCU. No, they're, they're good at home, but on the road, man, you're like, who are these guys? You're not buying a TCU, the, the Jamie Dixon TCU no. fighting Horn Frogs. No, right? I'm okay. not. All right, not, not a buyer. I, right. I would definitely classify myself as a seller on the Horn Frogs. Well, since you talked about Texas Tech in 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 the opening to be one of your Final four possible picks. Yes. I'm guessing you're going to pick them to win this conference tournament? Yes. Yeah. But the thing is, like you said, they don't have really anything to play for. They're already at least getting like a two or a three seed, I would say. And I really just don't see any reason they should make a deep run. If any team needs to make a statement this weekend, it's the Jayhawks. Ooh, rock Chalk Jayhawks. I, don't, I mean, hey, the thing is, though, is like last night they play they play at Oklahoma, and you're like, this is the spot. They need to make a statement. Well, they lose by 20. I yeah, mean, they just yeah, don't show up. Yeah. I don't know what's going on over there. Yeah. I, again, like I said earlier, that's gonna they're fraud. They're gonna be another early they're, exit. They're rough. I wouldn't I wouldn't take the change change that's in my pocket and bet on them for anything. A future, a game, no, anything. They're, they're completely on the no bet list right now because yeah. uh, oh, you, 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 you have a do not bet list as well yeah okay oh yeah, definitely 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 <laughs> and they, they're an addition to that list because something is in the water in, in uh lawrence kansas and uh i don't uh, want to sip of that up. yeah something's up. you something's can, you can up keep there. that glass of water for me yeah you can have it you want it you know so my pick to win that is just quite simple i'm just gonna go with uh kansas state I just feel like Kansas State is a more equipped team. They're purple. I like purple teams, and I'm just going to go with Kansas State. Purple because of the color. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so I'm sticking. I don't know. No, because Texas Tech, they're not, they're not going to come out to play this weekend. They're not coming out to play. So where are you going with? I really just can't see the Red Raiders, you know, really having anything to prove this weekend. I mean, they already have their seats set. They're going to be a two or a three. Yeah. And so I like to see one of, you know, I wouldn't call them a dark horse, but one of these teams, you know, kind of squeezing into the tournament, you know, maybe a Baylor or an Iowa State, or I don't want to say the Longhorns, but maybe even a Texas making a run this weekend. I really can't see it just being Kansas State, Texas Tech for the final this weekend, though. So you got 
I'm gonna go with Iowa State. We'll go with Iowa State. Cyclones. Yeah, I really Everybody like. like a cyclone. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. Who's that? Who's that by? That was Big Low Rider. Or? No, that was a baby something. Oh, one of the babies. Uh, damn. Yeah, one, <laughs> one of those. All grown up now though. One of those babies. One of those babies. All right. Enough Everybody college basketball. Like damn, we were going off on some college basketball. All right, let's go to the league now. The league. The league. The NBA league pass. The M- league. NBA league pass. The league. All right, so. What? How about those damn Milwaukee Bucks? Oh, I knew it was coming. Go ahead. We'll give you your the, minute and a half. The Giannis's. Oh, they just picked up Pau Gasol, by the way. I don't know if that's a good thing yeah, or like. What does that mean? We wanted like a grandfather on the bench or something. I don't know what that was about. But yeah. we have Pau Gasol on the roster. Yeah. You got six fouls to use. There you go. That's what that means. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, they're, we're just playing lights out. I mean, we have some little slip-ups here and there, you know, in Phoenix the other night. But, I mean, if we're, we're, when we're playing our best, I mean, we've got Bledsoe at the helm, Giannis on the wing, Lopez. I mean, he's just knocking it down like no other. I mean, it's really it's really nuts. Like, the good Lopez. The good Lopez, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not the other one. Not Robin. You got Brooke. We got okay, Brooke. all right. Yeah, I mean, I, I, th- I think we're going to lock up the one in the east. How, how do you feel about that? I mean, I'd love to say you're wrong, but I, at this point I can't. I mean, see Toronto last night on their home floor losing to the – the light Houston Rockets, you know, you see Boston having their own issues, although they played pretty good yesterday against the uh, Golden State Warriors winning on the road. Uh, I do think you guys will get the one seed. I don't think you guys will be representing the Eastern Conference when it's all said and done, though. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I really like us at home. If we have home home, home court, you know, through, through the Eastern Conference playoffs. Which I, you will. I like that. I, I think you, so when do you have us, like, bowing out then? I have you bowing out to Boston. Because Boston, right now, okay. if you look at the, the, the projected playoff matches as we speak, it's Boston and Philly in a 4-5 game. Did, did you think this before the Celtics throttled Golden State last night? I thought Boston should have been in first in the East right about now before the season started. So uh-huh. I was wrong on that. Gordon Hayward finally woke up. You yeah, like he woke yeah. up, but he's... He usually doesn't stay up long enough. No. He'll probably be asleep on the next yeah. game. You yeah, know? He had a 30-piece last yeah. night, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. I'm, not, wow. I'm not a fan. I, I'm a big fan of team cohesion. And right uh-huh. now, I'm not going to lie, the, the, the Celtics have me a little bit scared as far as yeah. being a group and being cohesive, you know, because Kyrie Irving obviously knows that he won't be there next year. Uh, scary Terry Rozier wants to get paid, and rightfully so, for what he did last year in the playoffs. They're just, you know, they're just a mess, but they have the talent, and I love Brad Stevens as a coach. So they're gonna, they're, they're my favorite to come out of the East right now. So now the next question is: So looking at like teams battling for playoff spots here in the East and the West, do you see anything, you know, really changing? We have San Antonio in the eight, and then it looks like we have the Clippers in the seven spot. Do you see that changing? I mean, I mean, I, I, I don't think it'll change. I would like to see the Sacramento Queens. I mean, I'm sorry, the Sacramento Kings get in. You know, I feel like that's a franchise that's fallen on a rough time since the Chris Webber, Mike Bibby, Vlade Divac era. Vlade. Yeah, I'd love, to, I'd love to see them back in the playoffs because, you know, that, that, that area can get rocking when it's playoff time. Yeah, but I definitely. don't, there's no way I don't see the Spurs making it. They're currently in the eighth. There's no way I don't see them making it. So, and the Clippers are. What I about thought, the, the Lake Show? No, no. Lake. Oh, this is my segment right here. How you guys like me now? You guys were all LeBron James stands earlier. All my friends from L.A., all my family from L.A. It was this was it. He was going to bring you. He was like the Mecca. You know, you were holding him on a pedestal with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and, and Magic Johnson and Kobe Bryant. And he can't even get you in the playoffs. Nope. <laughs> not even close. <laughs> but it's not his fault, according to him. No, it's never his no, fault. No, no. It's never his fault. I mean, he's he's checked out. He's beyond checked out. Right. I mean, yeah, right. I mean, if you're putting money on the Lakers at this time of year, I mean, you're the square square of oh, any square. Oh, like, super square, like Squint says, L7, you know? <laughs> super square. You got, you got real, real pointy edges. 
The problem is, I, I think it all started when when that Anthony Davis trade didn't go down. Yeah. You know, I think it kind of yeah. hurt the confidence and kind of hurt the psyche of the young Laker players. The little chemistry that maybe existed, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's that out the window. I mean, right. he was sitting at the end of the bench, and then and he hits a buzzer beater. They all hugging him. And yeah. what, I mean, look at him now. I mean, that was, that was just all fraud. Yeah. And, yeah. It, it's, just, it's just sad because now anybody who comes and plays for LeBron is not going to trust him because they're just – going to be known as a pawn on his chest set so it's going to yep. be a, it's going to be a rough four years for you Laker fans I mean you guys shouldn't make the playoffs next year but that's about it yeah they have to make a move but I really don't see what they can really do no they, I mean they can go after free agents like Clay Thompson and Jimmy yeah Butler. I, I think Clay's going to end up in LA yeah, that, that, that's, that's, that's dad's one, down there his dad's yeah, a Laker you that, know? that's one rumor I really uh, am behind is yeah. Clay going to LA I could really see that happening I do think Kyrie's going to end up in New York yeah, as well definitely. And what about what, KD that, that's the thing. I don't. Do you think they can get both of them? You think Katie and Kyrie can go to New York? They have the money. Yeah. I just don't know. I don't know how that fits. Yeah, you know, yeah, are, that's those true. Those are two very fragile individuals. Very, very fragile. You know? Very fragile. One doesn't pass the ball to With the, the other. The New York or, media too. Yeah, that, yeah. that sounds like a disaster. Yeah, that sounds yeah. like a real big problem. I don't. I, I think Katie is. You know, I don't know where he's gonna go. I, I think the best place for him is still where he's at. But uh-huh. I don't think he stays there because of, you know they have their own issues there. Okay. So let's let's move over to the East now. Uh, so what, who we got at the bottom of the playoffs? We got Charlotte in the eight, Detroit in the seventh, and then the Brooklyn Nets in sixth <laughs> with my man Joe Harris, the sharpshooting Virginia <laughs> the Cavalier Joe Harris, contest champion yeah, Joe Harris. Exactly. Who the my hell man. is Joe Harris? Yeah, I threw a little future <laughs> in on my guy Joe Harris to win the three point contest, Whoa. and boy did that come through. Whoa. Let me tell you. Whoa, that's that's crazy. Yeah. And once again, it goes back to you, Laker fans. How are you guys liking D'Angelo Russell now? You know, you guys shipped him out of town. I mean, he was snitching. I get it. But uh, obviously, he's a lot better than most of the players you have running the point there now, including Lonzo and Rondo. 100%. You know, the, guy's a, the guy was an NBA All-Star this year. I mean, Rondo the other night, and he was one for ten from three in, <laughs> in the first half. Like, the, the Bucks weren't even guarding him. They were standing in the key, and he's just bombs away. I mean, if you're shooting 10% from the arc, you should not have a league contract. Yeah, they, I mean. Rondo, it goes back to the these guys are out there playing for themselves now. You yep, know? 100%. Ever since that trade deadline fiasco, those guys don't give a about anything except taking care of themselves because they yep. realize LeBron doesn't care about anything but take care and of himself. And he's, and he's the face of the league. So, exactly. I mean, everyone just follows in line. You know, they just follow suit. Exactly. Okay, that's, that's enough basketball. Right. I mean, that, that was more NBA than I've talked yeah. in the last two months combined. Yeah. 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 All right, let's get to the NHL. Uh, I, mean, I mean, why ignore go the... Go Knights, go. There you go. Go Knights, You hear go. that? Go the fortress Knights, is go. rocking, and it's it's the Stone Age where the Knights have yet to lose. And you know, ever since picking up Mark Stone, I mean, the Knights just look like they've just turned into a whole other team. Man, I'll tell you something. This team is uh, this team is very catchy, man. I moved out here not watching a lot of hockey, and uh, this team kind of you know we had our October first shooting, and this team was kind of just opening up around the time that that shooting was going on. So they kind of grabbed the city and grabbed the community and made you kind of pay attention. But once you start paying attention, these guys play some good, fast, yeah. entertaining. No, it's, re- it's really hockey. it's really easy to get behind because even if you're not a fan of the game, I mean, just try to watch it. Right. Just try to understand it. I mean, we got Reeves knocking people into yeah. the class. We got fights every few games. Like it's just a great, fast style of hockey. And it if is. you if you haven't watched the game before, this is the perfect team to yeah. get you started yeah, watching. And they're a good team. They play hard. They're a band of misfits. They're basically put together because all these other teams dropped them and made them eligible for the yep. Knights to pick them yep. in the draft. And they, they rallied together. Yeah. And, I mean, you saw it last year. I mean, they were just lights out all the way to the playoffs. And, I mean, yeah, brutal yeah. ending. But, I mean, just to make it that far. I yeah, mean, that was there was no yeah. way that could be brutal. They, that was, they were playing with house money by that 100%, time. 100%. Sure, 100%. You know? I mean, so. it, it's crazy. I mean, just being around here in Las Vegas, I mean, you can't go five feet without seeing a little yeah. VGK yeah. logo yeah. somewhere. I mean, Definitely. it's just everywhere. Definitely. But, yeah, so – 
that was the obvious, the Golden Knights. I mean, do you see anyone the, the rest of this NHL season touching Tampa Bay? I mean, they're running away with the President's Cup. I mean, no one's even going to get close to them. You might as well just give it to them now for the regular season. Yeah, I mean, I mean yeah, it's, it's hard to – it's hard to – I mean, they are – for you guys that aren't familiar with hockey, they are the Golden State Warriors without the championships, of course, yeah, yeah. of the NBA currently. You know, everybody's there. Everybody's picked to win it all. They should be the favorites. They're yeah. blowing teams they're out. They're definitely left locked right. up the one seed in the East. Yeah, they're, 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 they're playing, you know, to, to get fine-tuned. It's going to be a tough out. I mean – I always, I, for some reason, I always kind of watch the, the the Maple Leafs. You know, yeah, they're a no, team definitely. that they're playing great. Right yeah, now. They, they play offense. You know, they, they they picked up. You know, Tavares. They, they play really, really, really uh-huh. score a lot of goals. Very uh-huh. exciting brand of hockey. So I, I like the Maple Leafs. Uh, the Bruins could probably do some, but that's about it in the yeah, East. Yeah, no, no, no. I, uh-huh. I, I I got one more team to add to that list right there. Capitals. The New York Islanders. Oh. Barry Trotz has the boys in first in the Metropolitan Division, and I mean. He got shipped out of town in Washington. They wouldn't give him what he wanted. He went to New York, and there he goes. I mean, he's leading the team to first in the Metro when no one saw that coming. I think they were picked like third or maybe yeah. even fourth in the Metro preseason. And here they are sitting at first place in the East, you know, yeah. just doing their thing. So, yeah, I mean, I can't – I mean, it's weird, though. The NHL playoffs, there's always a curveball here and there. And, I mean, Tampa's just known to, you know, fizzle out come playoff time. So, I really, you know, can't see them, you know, really coming through and – uh, you know, ho- hoisting that cup, you know, nah. come June. No, nah, you like, so you like the scary berries, huh? The, yeah. The I mean, Islanders, huh? I'm not sure they're going to take down Tampa, but I think they're at least, you know, a contender in the East. Okay. All right. Yeah. Sounds good. What about the West? I mean, the West is kind of, you you know me, I'm not a fan of Calgary Flames. Yeah, no. Know? Yeah, the Knights play Calgary tonight. Yeah. It's yeah. a real big one here, yeah. but I mean, 3-0 and since we picked up Mark Stone. I, I mean, tonight's a big one, but uh, I like the Sharks come out of the Pacific as much as it hurts me to say. The I, problem with them is they always they always choke when they, when the playoffs get started. Yeah, no, know? that's true. Uh, since they added uh, Evander Kane last season, I just really like their style of play. You know, they have some veterans, you know, with Burns and Thornton. And I mean, it's really, it's really just up to Jones and Nett. But, yeah, overall, I think the Pacific, I mean, Jones always struggles come playoff time. Uh, the Sharks, you know, seem to just fizzle out like you saw last year here, you know, in Vegas. Flames are a fraud. You yeah, the, flame, the Flames are a fraud. I mean, they should have, they, they should have caution tape yeah. on them. Like, yeah, you already hear from Yeah, don't, don't be a buyer in the Flames. No. I mean, they've just been playing, like, out of their minds, really. I mean, the beginning of the year, they couldn't lose at home. I mean, they're putting pucks in the net like it's nobody's business. I mean, look at James Neal now. I mean, he leaves, he leaves the Knights. He goes there. I mean, he doesn't even he hasn't done anything. Nothing. Yeah. Zip, zada. That, that was one thing the, the Knights didn't uh, do was sign him to a bigger deal, and I'm so glad they didn't yeah. do that. That was just wasted money. But, yeah, no, I think the Pacific's wide open. I'm really looking forward to the rest of the NHL season. I mean, me, I know Mike and myself, you know, really big uh, f- uh, betters of NHL this year. I mean, we're just loving it. They it's great. It. Those first period overs, I mean, those, there's nothing better than that. Yeah. All right. So let's, let's wrap that up. All right. So, in honor of Squints, Benny the Jet, Smalls, Ham, Benny Domingo, the Big Dog, the Beast, we're going to call this segment The Sandlot. This is where we discuss Major League Baseball and all its happenings. Well, let's get right to it. So, the obvious first bold print headline is Bryce Harper to the city of brotherly love. Oh, and that's a big one. I mean... I'm a diehard San Francisco Giants fan. I thought we were in it until the end. I'm not sure I wanted to see us give him 300 plus million. That's just insane. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, when you got a chance to get a guy that's not really on the market too much, you kind of got to overspend for it. And I I think that's what the Phillies kind of did. The Phillies lineup now with McCutcheon at the top, Segura second, uh, Harper third, and Real Muto fourth. That's a pretty powerful lineup to, to, to kind of face on a daily basis. So now the next thing I got to ask you is, who do you think got a better deal, uh, Machado or Harper? 
Well, any chance you know, any chance you get to to live in in San Diego oh, with three hundred b- million, best city in the country, <laughs> best city in the country. I mean, I spent about eight years there, so yeah, you can't beat uh, it. You know, if, if you gave me three hundred million, I'd never leave there. It'd be oh, carne no. asada fries and fish tacos every night. <laughs> yes, sir. You know? I, I'd so, watch the Padres lose all year. Every, right. Every I go to every game. Right. Right. But baseball wise, you got to look at what Bryce Harper's trying to do baseball wise, and he's trying to win. Yep. And you know, with the Phillies making those kind of moves, they got Nola. Uh, you know, pitching for them, they got an ace. They yeah. have a nice solid lineup. He's trying to win. I don't see him making it the whole time there. Philly fans, if they if they have a rough season or two, Philly fans are going to turn on him. He's going to turn on them, and it's going to get messy. Yeah, that was, that was the one glaring point of that contract. I mean, how many years was it? 13? 13. 13 years. Yeah. Like, 13 years. That That is just <laughs> insane. Like, I don't, what is the world going to look like in 13, 13 years? years. I, I don't know what else is going to be happening, but Bryce Harper is going to have a Phillies jersey yeah, on. That, like, that's that's the only constant we have for the next 13 yeah. years is him and a Phillies uni. Yeah, that would be interesting to watch. That would be interesting to watch. 13. Wow. That's yeah. just an obscene amount of money. Yeah. So who do you like? Speaking of the the, the divisions, do you like them to win the AL East? Uh, NL East, NL East. Oh, NL East. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, the Mets. Like Degrom is just—he's great. He's unreal, but he just has no run support at all. Right. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, they're a big favorite to win the East. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, uh, outright, mean, they're like two dollar favorite. I think maybe one eighty something like that. Yeah, they were—they were big time. I think their win total was eighty nine and a half. Yeah, games. no, I, I definitely like the Phillies to get out of the East. Uh, I think I think anything less than a division championship is like a—that's a terrible season. That's a, yeah. definitely a collapse. The thing about it, all those teams kind of improved. You know, the Mets added some pieces. I think the the Nationals kind. Kind of did an addition by subtraction. When yeah, I think I think the Nationals losing Harper. They're right. actually better right. now than they were before. Right, right. So it'll be interesting. And then the Braves. The Braves are always. They got a lot of young talent. You know, they played. They had a really good season yesterday. So it'll be interesting to watch that NL East. Definitely, uh-huh. definitely. Okay, so what we got next? NL Central. Let's go to the NL Central. Okay. Um, so obviously we got the big three: <laughs> Cubs, Cardinals, and my Milwaukee Brewers. <laughs> are you sure there's three now? I mean, I know Cubs and Cardinals. Are we? Are oh we, wow! Are we going to Brewers on the thirteen? Who, who won the NL Central last I year? I mean, uh, you know, a, a broke clock is right twice. Brewtown, a day. that's who. Okay, Brew, uh, all right, we'll say three. Say that again. A broken clock is right twice a day. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow! Okay, <laughs> okay. Know, it happens to somebody every now and then. You yeah. Know? But okay, oh, okay, all right. Now I'm just giving you a hard time. I mean, the Brewers are definitely a, a up and coming team. I just don't like their pitching staff man if they yeah. i like their their position players i like their coach craig council he's he's an out-the-box thinker i just don't like their pitching staff and, and but if you can get it to the to the bullpen to the closers it's yeah. lights out you know? yeah you know how that is so like i i really just can't see the cubs i mean the cubs every, the last few years it's the same story every time they make a couple additions in the offseason underperform try to make like squeeze into the playoffs go to a wild card lose first round it's the yeah. same thing every year yeah. And it'll probably be the same thing again. You That's know? what I'm saying. I, I can't see any too many W's being uh, raised up over at Wrigley this year. Yeah, so my pick is definitely the Cardinals because of okay. the addition of Goldschmidt. See, I, I can't really argue with that because yeah. Goldschmidt, I mean, yeah, that, that, if you go up and down that lineup, I mean, you just look at, like, yeah. analytics-wise o- before, before the season, I mean, uh, it is just yeah, insane. Yeah, yeah, Ozuna, I, I can't stand that neon <laughs> armband. Like no, like I don't like that. <laughs> he's a great player, though. He's got wheels. Yeah, he's real, yeah, real nice. Yeah, but, he's a five-tool player, you know? Yeah, not a fan of that neon armband, though. So I'm guessing you'll go with the Brewers and I'll yeah, go, I, and I I'll can't go I can't Cardinals. I can't go against my Brewers, yeah. especially since we won it last year, made it such a deep run. Understood, uh, got man. Side with them, but yeah, no, I like your pick as well. I All think right. the Brewers are going to be in the thick of things. I'd like to see us come on top, so I'm, like, I'm yeah. going to have to stick with that though. Definitely. All right, NL West. Well, let's get right to it. Um, so yeah, the Dodgers, 
Yeah, nothing um, needs to be said. I think. Well, <laughs> I mean, I'm a Giants fan, and yeah. it's not going to be us. It you're, could, you're, it could you're be hearing, the Rockies. You're hearing this live from McCovey Cove, yeah. and <laughs> he, my man is telling you that the Giants have no, no shot. No shot. No yeah. shot. That's right. No all shot. of you Bay Area yeah. folk, the no Giants shot. have no shot. Yeah, just keeping it real. Not this yeah, year, please. I mean, do you? I mean, I saw the Padres' win total went up maybe two, two and a half games yeah. when they signed Machado, but like, I don't think he's really a guy that wins you games. No, nah, I mean, he doesn't win your division for sure. No, 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 no. But yeah, I mean, do you like? What do you think about that? Do you think a win? total should move like one and a half two and a half like like the harper signing that moved about like one and a half do you think a player's yeah. worth like multiple games i don't think a player's worth that much i just think they didn't expect him to go to the padres when they factored in their win total so uh-huh. they kind of had to adjust it because yeah. everybody thought he was going to yeah, the white that, that was that was one uh, number they didn't have baked in exactly. you know like they they're like oh machado yeah. we gotta take that down for yeah. a second let's figure this out exactly. real let's put our heads together and exactly. get something out there so it's not like he moved it it's just that they didn't have the right number uh, from the jump, and yeah. I think they needed to adjust it once he became a Padre. Most definitely. Okay, so now let's go to the. So you, who do you like to win then? The Dodgers then? Yeah. Dodgers? I mean, no, Rockies. I'm never going to say Rockies. Dodgers. Okay. Never so gonna we're say going Dodgers. up to Coors Field. Then. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I guess you just can't admit no, to it. Okay. No, Arenado's got his big deal. The Rockies were in the playoffs last year. Yeah. Uh, it was only one game, but yep. they were in there, you know. And and, and I like that team. That's a hitter's park. Always. I just love watching games at Coors yeah, Field. I mean, yeah. there's bombs yeah. left and right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. I, I do like that team. I'm, so I'm going to go with the Rockies because I'm damn sure not going to go with the Dodgers. Okay. I, I'm, I'm a fan of Dodger dogs. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna stick with the Dodgers. I got some good memories with the Dodger dog in my hand. All right, all right. Okay, so now let's go to the American League. All right. Who do you want to start? The East. Let's start in the East. Okay. Oh, that's a battle right there. That is a battle. That's, that's a battle. why we gotta jump right yeah. into the thick of that's, things. That's you know? a coin toss. You know, those two teams are. Uh, uh, arms racing each other to see oh, yeah. who can do what every who, time. Who can spend the most in luxury yeah, tax, I yeah. guess, right? But surprisingly, neither team really spent money this yeah, offseason. Yeah, no, you're you know? right. Yeah, 100%. It wasn't really a Red Sox-Yankees type of offseason. You know, they both passed from Harper and Machado, yeah. and they kind of just kept the teams that they that they had. So it'll be interesting. I mean, obviously, Boston kind of won that battle last year, so it'll be interesting. I think they got to be the favorite to win it this year, so I'll go with the Red Sox. Okay. Yeah, I mean, just, you know, to keep things interesting, I'm just going to go with the Yankees. Okay. I feel like... I mean, you got all those pieces together last year, and I mean, just like it takes you know a little bit of time to have things click. And yeah. I feel like you know they they've been together, got a little chemistry building, you know, in the clubhouse and whatnot. I feel like this year they're really gonna you know I think they're gonna push over a hundred wins easy. Okay. I think they're gonna have a great great year over at Yankee Stadium. No shot for the Rays. No, 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 no. I can't stand the Rays. Oh, okay. I can't stand the Rays. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm a seller on the Rays. Okay. I'm, I'm out. I'm all out. Right, all right. What about the Orioles? Yeah, Speaking of the Rays, yeah, let's yeah. talk about the Orioles. I mean, that division is an absolute joke. Well, you know, there's a prop going around town. Will any team lose 100 games? Yeah, and I would say yes. And I think that's easy money. Yes, yes. They yes. lost 116 last year. Yeah. No, I, I'm going to – got to look into that because I want to yeah. see what that yeah. line is. Yeah, minus I'm, 240. Yeah, I'm de- – 240? Oh, wow, never mind. I'm not I'm – not, <laughs> I'm not in on that one then. Mine is 240. <laughs> it's easy but, money though. Yeah, no, it really it's is. Easy I money. mean, 100. There's a teams tank this this time. I mean, this t- day and age in whatever sport, teams tank like it's a, like it's a good thing. Right. Like, I mean, it really is though. You watch the Browns. I mean, they zero games, zero games, and the next thing you know, almost a playoff team. Right. I mean, it is beneficial, but I mean, it's it's it kind of kills the sport, honestly. I mean, if you think about it, a team lost 116 games last year, and they got worse. Yeah. <laughs> How did they get better? They did. Exactly. They lost their best player. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. So. You know, that's a good prop to look at for you sports bettors out here in Las Vegas. Are you offshore bettors that are using Bovada, Five Dimes, or anything else like that? Yeah, most definitely. I, I like those interesting props. Yeah. You know, the Westgate, you know, these different spots around town, uh, they, they've been getting real creative. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I love it. Uh, 
The only thing I will tell you is, you know, your money's going to be held for the whole season by your sports book. Yeah, that's the thing that's difficult right. is you got to be willing to, you know, to just put this money in a, a mailbox, right. close right. it, and right. come back, you know, six months later. Right. So you have to factor in the opportunity cost of you having that money held up. Yep. Or could you be using that money to bet daily or something else that you can exactly. get a, a faster return? So it's just a matter of how you feel and how you manage your bankroll. Yeah, and we're going to jump into some, you know, betting, some betting tips in a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, let's get to it with these other divisions. So we got the, uh, the AL Central. I mean... The glaring team, yeah. you know, you got the Indians yeah. there. Yeah. Everyone was, you know, hoping the White Sox, you know, would maybe get Machado. I actually saw there was a, some little fan store in Chicago. They already had Machado jerseys printed. Yeah, I saw so, that. you know, they, they were really, you know, <laughs> expecting to, you know, make this big, big pickup. And, you know, that fell through. Yeah. Uh, I saw the White Sox, uh, their season win total number dropped because that was kind of baked in there. It was yeah. that they were going to pick up someone. Yep. And, you know, they failed to do so. Yeah. And I mean, it's the I, I, same. It's the same old almost. I mean, a lot of sharper guys are on the Twins to win, win the division. That's what I've heard. I, there's a lot of buyers on the Twins. Yeah, I don't see it. I don't understand yeah, I, why. I don't, I'm not really sure what they're yeah, looking yeah, at either. I don't get it. But a lot of sharp baseball guys that I listen to and uh, hear from uh, like the Twins to win the Central. Yeah, no, I've been hearing the same things. And maybe if, if if Cleveland got rid of Kluber, I can see that. But with him not being able to get traded and coming back, yeah. I just don't see how the Indians don't win that division. No, they, I mean, it's just year in, year out. I mean, right. they're right there. I mean, right. if you really think about the games they play, I mean, you're playing the Royals and the White Sox. I mean, you got them as like 20 games each yeah. during the year. I mean, those are W's yeah, right there. Yeah, easy, easy, easy. Yeah. So I'll, I'll go with the Indians. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of hard not to. I mean, I'm going to go with the Twins to keep things interesting. But, I mean, really, like... There's the Indians. Yeah, I mean, people are seeing value in the Twins. But I don't really know what they're looking at. But, I mean, yeah, I, I'm out on a futures bet for this this division. I'm, I'm not touching this one. All right, AL West. AL West. I'll let you start this one off. Well, AL West is a, is a, is a very fierce you know, uh, division because it's always the... Whoever wins it ends up overachieving. Of course, the Astros are the favorites. You know, we can't front on that. We can't front on that. But Oakland is one of those teams where you just can't – they always overachieve. Yeah. And, if, and if the Astros don't play up to their potential the whole year and Oakland kind of just overachieves, something weird can happen. No, I, I agree completely. Uh, Chris Davis, I mean, that dude's yeah. playing out of his mind. Yeah. He, used to, he used to be in the Brewers organization. I love that guy. Right. And I mean, right. you know, just like every other player we have that's good, can't afford him, <laughs> off to, onto, the, onto the next city. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, I mean, I can't really see the Mariners doing much. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm hopeful, but we'll see. Yeah. And then uh, – the Angels, I mean, they're just in the Mike Trout hole. When are we going to start holding Mike Trout accountable? Yeah. I mean, the guy's had, what, one playoff series in his whole career, and he's supposed to be the best player in baseball? No, I know. I agree with you completely. I I mean, mean, I love him. He's a talent. No, no, don't get me wrong, but... We hold, it seems like we hold certain stars to certain Yeah, like you know, LeBron. Standards. Look at LeBron. Exactly. It's his fault they're not in the playoffs. And Mike Trout, I mean, what has that guy done? Exactly. And you put him on a pedestal like he's like no one's even close to touching him. Exactly. Exactly. So I, I, I need to see him held accountable. I saw Bryce Harper was going to reach out to him and when he's a free agent and try to get him to go to Philly. He is from Philadelphia area, so in New Jersey area. But he's, you know, he's a Philadelphia Eagles fan. He was a Philadelphia Phillies fan growing up. So that'll be interesting. Bryce Harper said he left money on the table for Mike Trout. So. Okay. See how that goes. So now, do you want to jump into some like basic betting strategies that you know each of us have? Maybe kind of not even strategies, just kind of things we look for in sure. the market. You know, before we actually you know put our hard-earned money you know on a game. Right. Yeah. Definitely. I I think we should start off kind of on a basic level, just so everybody can kind of follow us before we kind of get deep. Yeah. No. Definitely. But uh, so you know, when you go to your local sports book, you're gonna see a minus something or a plus something. What that number means, if you see a minus, then that, that, that team is the favorite. If you see a plus, that team is an underdog. So if you see a minus 110, that means basically you're laying $11 to win $10. So 
So the, the sports book has to stay in business. The sports book has to make money. That's how they make money on that 11 to 10 that they're giving you. So if you see a plus 100, that means even money. So whatever you bet, you bet $10, you're going to get $10 back. So that, that, that would be an underdog. So something like minus 110s are pretty much what you're going to uh, standardly see throughout the industry. And then plus whatever the, the favorite. So if you have a big favorite, they're going to be a big plus number. Uh -huh. I'm sorry, a big favorite will be a, a big minus number. And a big underdog will be a big plus number. Uh -huh. so, what, so what he's saying is when uh, the minus 110, so if you've ever bet a point spread, it's just a fixed price of minus 110. So say we got the Packers and the Giants playing, Packers minus three. If you bet the Packers minus three, you bet $11 to win 10. So you get your 11 back and then another 10, so right. 21 total. Right. Yeah. So that, that would be the point spread. So the point spread basically is the equalizer of, you know, when, a, when one team plays a team that it, might not, that it might be so much better than, the point spread is to equalize it to make 50% action on each side. Exactly. Just so you understand exactly. that. Exactly. And so the reason that you'll see numbers move, you know, prior to a game, say we got a game tonight, you know, the number might have moved from this morning till right now, is that that's the, that's the sports book itself, you know, managing risk and moving the number based on, you know, where they see action or maybe there's an injury or something. So they move the number accordingly. Right, right. And then they also move the number based on their amount of money that they have. If they're heavy on one side, then they're going to, you know, you're going to have to pay a price to take that side that they're heavier on. So just something to keep an eye on. So when you, when you bet, that's the point spread. We also have what's called a money line. So a money line is basically you just pick a team to win. Don't worry about how much they win by or lose by. Just pick the team to win. Obviously, the, the bigger teams that are favorites, their money line is not going to be a high number. It's going to be a high number. So you're not going to get a, a lot of money on your return. If you pick an underdog that you think is going to win and they don't need the points, then you're going to get more money on your return. Yes, definitely. So just something to think about when you're making your bets. Yeah, I know. And feel feel free to, you know, give us some feedback. Yeah. And, you know, send us any questions, requests, you know, any like any info you want on betting. I mean, we'll be feel free to break it down for you. Definitely. Definitely. Um, yeah, I'll let you go ahead. Yeah, no, I was just going to say that's just, you know, an introduction just so as we start uh, talking about point spreads and favorites and underdogs, at least you guys can kind of follow us and understand where we're going and, and why, we're, why we're saying what we're saying. All right, so the next thing we want to get into is we got our eye on a few games for this weekend. And, yeah, there are some big, big college basketball games here to end out our season. And, yeah, Mike, I'll let you jump right into it. Well, yeah, you know, as, as, if you follow sports and you follow college basketball, you know Saturday is pretty much a, a full slate of games where pretty much every conference is in action. So uh, the season's coming to an end, and we just picked a couple of games that we thought we'd have our eyes on and seeing where the lines is and, and telling you what we like about each matchup. So being a North Carolina fan, the first matchup that I have my eye on is just Duke at UNC. And this one's on Saturday for this you guys. This is Saturday, I, I believe 5 o'clock, yep, something, something like that. that. Prime yeah, prime time. Yeah, you, you, you'll be at home with a beer with the, with the feet kicked up watching oh, the yeah. game, definitely. But uh, this is a, a, a second matchup between the two teams. UNC went down to Cameron Indoor Stadium and uh, beat Duke outright down there. This is there. the classic exploding shoe game. <laughs> this, this is nuts. We haven't seen Zion since, so I like to say that the North Carolina Tar Heels sent Zion to the NBA, you know? But uh, this should be a good matchup. Duke's definitely going to be out for revenge. Uh, we're definitely going to be trying to prove that this is our conference because we are actually tied atop the conference with uh, Virginia. So we're going to be trying to prove this is our conference. And uh, I look for this number to be anywhere between uh, – Four, minus four and minus five for UNC favorite. You got yeah, see. I'm thinking it's going to be a little lower than that. But if it, I mean, I'm hopping all over the Tar Heels. Right. If it's anything under five, I mean, I'm all over it. Right. You you, you see Ken Palm. Ken Palm's got a minus. Ken, Ken one. Palm's at one. Yeah. Ken yeah. Palm has one. I don't see how that can be a minus one. You have to at least give us minus one to minus and a half. 
minus one and a half for yeah. home court, yeah. and then we beat them, and then they're still and playing Zion's without Zion. Their best player right, is not right, playing. Right. And they so, already beat them by, what was it, like 15, 18? Yeah. yeah. So my advice to you is if you see a minus one anywhere with your book, Go hop, ahead and hop, hop and hop on again. North Carolina with that yeah. minus one. One hundred percent. And then the second game that you had was uh, Michigan at Michigan State. Oh, that's another battle. That game, that, that that first game was a classic as well. Uh, Michigan State wasn't expected to win and ended up winning. I think it comes down to a battle of the two point guards. You know, whichever point guard kind of leads his team and, and steps up as a leader and makes big shots is going to win. I expect this spread at at in Lansing to be probably Michigan State, considering they won already, to be about a three to a four point favorite yeah, yeah. Is what I'm looking I, could, at. I could see it right around there too yeah. I was thinking somewhere between three and five and you hit it right on the right. head with the four and with Michigan being so lackadaisical and, 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 and not really truly playing to their potential I'd go ahead and jump on yeah. Michigan State with the three or four and it, with these rivalry games I mean you see it always goes down to the wire it's never more than a two possession never. game it seems like never yeah. never I know you got some in- interesting classics to, that are going to take place this weekend in the Big 12 I do I do I do uh, we got the Red Raiders visiting Iowa State on the road and you know you know I'm a big Red Raider uh, Red Raider fan. I really like those guys. I think they're going to make a deep run come March, and I love them on the road at Iowa State. But it's the same thing, like you said. They don't have much to play for. Right. And Iowa State, you know, is still scratching and clawing, you know, get a better seed. But I, I just love the way they play defense. And, I mean, if they're knocking it down from the outside, you know, limiting Iowa State on the perimeter, there's there's no stopping the Red Raiders. So, yeah, I, li- I like Texas Tech. Anything up to three, I would say. I don't, so, want, I don't want to lay anything more than two or more than one possession on the road. But I like Texas Tech up to three. So uh, you, are you are you thinking that line's going to be about three when I'm, it opens? I'm thinking so. Take yeah. Tech on the road minus three. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Anything. I I would say if it's like four or five, I would kind of I'd probably stay away from it. I I don't like the Cyclones at home getting four. I wouldn't say, but yeah, no, I like the Red Raiders up to three. Okay. What do you feel about that one? Uh, I'm going to jump on the other side just just yeah. for debate. Anytime you can get a, a pretty even evenly matched game uh-huh. and you can get plus money with the other team, you yeah. can go ahead and take it. So I I probably. Take Iowa State, and I'd probably take it towards tip-off okay. and, and let that plus money go ahead and develop if we're going to see a, a minus three on that. Okay. Know? I think the, the, the way I would play that game is maybe look at hopping in play. Yeah, I feel definitely. like I would watch the game the first, you know, five, ten minutes and kind of see who's, you know, owning the tempo. Definitely. If it's that slow Texas Tech tempo, definitely. I would take the under in yeah. that game all day. Yeah. But if it's that, you know, Iowa State's known at home, at home you know, get things going, get a little, uh, a little momentum behind them, you know, hitting threes real fast pace. And I mean, then maybe even take the over. But. You make a great point. In play is a is a growing faction, and basically, for you guys that don't understand what that is, that's just basically you can wait for the what we're giving you is pregame numbers. You can wait for the game to start, and the odds adjust according to how the game's going, and then however you feel it's going, you can make your bet once the game starts. It's, it's going to be the future, and it's something that's very very taking over the industry very very fast yeah no in, in play is definitely the way to go in certain contests you know where you just want a little bit better number you right. know you might watch the game you know basket here or there you know may shift in your direction right right exactly so, all right so yeah here the last game i had my eye on for cool. this weekend is tennessee at auburn wow um, that's a good matchup yeah very good matchup uh like we said i like auburn to win the sec tournament uh bruce pearl's got his guys you know pretty focused here as of late and, I mean, at home, you know, they got one of the best teams in the country coming to town, and I think they're going to be ready to go. Definitely. I'm, I'm, I'm on that side with you there. Uh, what do you think that line's going to be? I think it's – I mean, Tennessee's got to be the favorite, even though they're on the road. But, I mean, it is a kind of a tough place to play. Yeah. I think it's going to be, you know, somewhere between three and four as well. I mean, we've kind of stuck with that number through all these games, but yeah. that's how it is this that's time of year. Is. Yeah. One possession, um, but one yeah, and I, think, I, think, I think they open up around you know four maybe, and then you know just see where the see where the betters take them. Maybe it'll go a little higher than that, but I could see it staying right around three four. Yeah, yeah, and, and if it's three or four, I definitely got. I love Auburn at home. Yeah, exactly. I love Auburn at home if it's a pick 'em, you know. So yeah, I definitely would jump on Auburn as soon as that number comes out. 
All right, yeah, so we'll stick with Auburn in that one. And yeah, so our picks for this weekend, we got North Carolina, we got Auburn. I like Texas Tech. He's on the Cyclones. And then Michigan, Michigan State. I'm going to go with Sparty at home. Who do yeah, you like definitely. in that one? Definitely going to go with Sparty at home no matter the points. I just think Michigan is just not, you know, glued together and not playing up to their potential. So I go with East Lansing and I go with the Fighting Izzos. All right, Mike. I think that's it. All it's right. been a pleasure. Yes. That's our first ever first Talk ever Shop Pop pod. the Trunk pod oh my god we made it thank you guys yeah, that and was a blast. yeah we'll be doing this every wednesday yeah. we're gonna try to record this every wednesday get it up by the end of the day and yeah, yeah fill you in with some sports knowledge yeah shoot us with any recommendations for the show anything you'd like answered anything we weren't clear of and we'll definitely get back to you we want this to be interactive we want and we want to give the people what they want so and put a little bit more money in your pocket yeah. while you're at it jingle that jingle that left pocket you there know? you go so. all right guys have a good one <laughs>